Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. The 2021 Wimbledon Championships are now just days away, but there are still three tournaments spread across the grass courts of Europe this week before the action begins in London on Monday. And which players will succeed at the All England Club this year? Our experts will break down the most compelling storylines all week long. And we are checking the hashtags and handles from all the tennis platforms to bring you the latest info and entertainment. TC Live starts right now. Oh, the grass is lush. The lines are already down, getting ready for the start of the championships on Monday. And championship Saturday is all set in the final tune-ups for Wimbledon. Hey, everybody. This is what we got coming your way over the next half hour. Highlights from Mallorca and Eastbourne and Bad Homburg as well. Plus, we'll look through the draws as Serena, Novak, and Roger all look to make some history and check in with Jeannie Bouchard to see how the Canadian is healing up at this moment. Hey, everybody, welcome in to our gorgeous Santa Monica, California studios. This is Tennis Channel Live. I'm Russ Thaler. That's Nico Pereira and Chanda Rubin. The Wimbledon draws out. That's a big day. As a player, is that a fun day? Do you look Do you look down the draw and see who you got, or, or are you one of those people who stayed away? Ideally, don't look down the draw. You look at your first-round opponent. You try to focus on that. Sometimes you can't help but see kind of who's floating around that section in terms of seeds if you're not one of them. But, yeah, you try to focus on what's ahead. I stopped being superstitious <laughs> a long, long time ago. But a lot of the players just do exactly that. They don't really look past the first-round match, and that's highly recommended when you're talking about a slam this big. Well, everything in Wimbledon is in prospect right now. Let's get to the stuff that's actually happening today. Let's go to Mallorca. Semi-final Friday. We'll start with the number one seed, Nico, Daniil Medvedev, against a tough customer in Pablo Carreño Busta. And for a 250, this is quite a matchup. Medvedev ranked number two in the world. Carreño at 13. Good start for the Spaniard who had it going on at the... Early goings here, early break. He manages to win that set 6-3. And from then on, it was all Daniil Medvedev. He got a little bit more aggressive, especially off that forehand. A couple of unforced errors from Carreño Busta in the middle of that second set. And that carried on to the third early break for Medvedev. It will actually be a double break early on. All Russian finish in this one. Easily on cruise control as Carreño just faded away. After that first set, good playing from Medvedev, who covered the court extremely well. Good mover on the grass. Daniil Medvedev, the number one seed, lost first round in Hala, but this is a nice bounce back, getting a lot of work in on the grass this week. And Medvedev is into the final in Mallorca, where you might have to face the guy who's in the best form right now. That could be American Sam Querrey. Well, Sam Querrey, when it comes to the grass, he just feels at home. There is Manorino double-faulted, double-faulting to lose the first set. But Sam Querrey with a huge win over Batista Agu in the quarters. Manorino, a tough opponent on the grass. And Sam Querrey just serving and hitting that forehand like when he was ranked 
at number 11 in the world, currently at number 60, but the American looked very good. The break here in the second set as he just kept treading more, more and more comfortable in this one, and he served it out like a champ. Never a doubt for Sam Query, who moves to his first final of 2021. Sam Query, still going in Mallorca, still talking too. It was a slow first half of the of the year for me, but the last few weeks have gotten a lot better, and I feel like I'm playing well right now. And it it's just going to get tougher and tougher. Uh, you know, I've got to play Medvedev tomorrow, who's who's two in the world and and playing well. So I'm going to have to uh, you know step up, step up and, and try to serve big bigger tomorrow. He's going to need to serve big against the world number two, Daniil Medvedev. That match going on at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Medvedev leads the head-to-head. One nothing, but Sam Query in form on grass, Chanda. How do you like the matchup? You know, I think it's a good one. It's a good test for Sam Query because obviously he's got weapons. He's got the big serve. He plays well, moves well from the ground. But Medvedev, one of the best movers out there and really finding his grass legs. He covered the court beautifully today, his match yesterday as well. And I think that's going to be the challenge for Query. He's got to maintain his focus from start to finish, not have any letdowns uh, because Medvedev, he's been pretty good at playing the long game on the grass. Well, Sam said it himself. He's going to need to serve even better. But the forehand is going to be the key in terms of finishing up the point because Medvedev defends very well on this service. But I give, I give Sam a fair shot at the title tomorrow. He's got a big day tomorrow, and he gets one more day to eat that food he loves so much <laughs> in Mallorca that he told us about yesterday. Let's get to the women in Eastbourne semifinal action. And we've got a big opportunity for Estonia's Annette Contivate and Italy's Camilla Giorgi. Yeah, Camilla Giorgi coming off a big win against Sabalenka. And to start this, Contivate also in fine form, very solid from the ground, a deep, big hitter. Uh, and we expected this to be a battle. And this was break points for, for Contivate and was able to get it there and go up 5-3. Georgie would see the trainer. She had a long match against Sabalenka. It was a battle to the finish and decides she cannot continue. Not quite certain exactly what the issue was but Georgie would retire at 5-4 in that first set and tough break for her after coming through such a big win. So tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. Eastern it'll be a final in Eastbourne between Annette Contivate and Yelena Ostapenko a winner over Elena Rybakina earlier today. Contivate leads the head-to-head to nothing. Looking forward to that final. Some more news coming out of Wimbledon and not such great news that Simona Halep, the either defending champ, whatever you want to call it, 2019 champ, Simona Halep has had to pull out torn calf muscle that kept her out of the French Open is now also keeping her out of Wimbledon, which is, well, it's just too bad to see. She doesn't get that that 1 p.m. on the court as the defending champ on center court. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is the worst part of it. You know, Simona Halep winning in 2019, it was such a huge win for her, and she spoke about how much this meant to her, how she had actually dreamed about winning Wimbledon. Uh, But this happened in Rome, lead-up week to Roland Garros, and very clearly hampered, could not move. And those calf injuries can take a little while to heal, and especially when you have tournaments bunched so closely together. Um, and, and it's disappointing. We wondered if Halep would be able to get back for Wimbledon, and clearly she did everything she could and tried to get over there, but the calf is, is clearly not good enough. Well, calves are tricky. We know that, and in Halep's case, especially so, as she's such a good mover, but... Too bad. She made it to London, unfortunately won't be able to go. She gave it her best shot. You know, you, you know it must have been pretty bad if uh, she couldn't 
actually play at Wimbledon. That's too bad. We're going to miss Simona at Wimbledon. Uh, when we come back a little bit later on, we're going to check in on a former Wimbledon finalist, Jeannie Bouchard, and see how she's doing. But up next, Serena, Djokovic, Federer, all looking to make some history at the All England Club this week. We'll check in on their draws when we come back. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. The wait is finally over. We're live at Wimbledon and it's looking like a glorious day. Come on, you're missing it! We are at Wimbledon. The grass is looking as immaculate as ever. 15 years of age, a very Oh, it all starts next week. Grand Slam action on the grass at the All England Club is back. And we've got nightly coverage of Wimbledon on Tennis Channel beginning Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And the draws are out for Wimbledon. Some really intriguing first-round matchups. I'm looking at Alex Diminor and Sebastian Corda. But we're really looking at the big picture here with the players looking to make history. We'll start with Serena going for... Grand Slam singles title number 24, and her road to the championship. Uh, who will she face, perhaps, on the way? And we've got, I know, a graphic of that about to come. And here it is, Serena's road. Chanda, what do you think about her draw? You know, it's doable, but it could be a little bit tricky. I mean, even that second round, para lefty who can, you know, slide the ball around, wonder how she'll play on the grass. And then Kerber, who just is in the final in this lead-up week, has been playing so well and going on through potentially Benchichokov, Svitolina Pavlicheva. It could be a little tricky in those early rounds. I think if Serena can get through those matches, she will be in great form and certainly setting herself up to play as good tennis as, as she can. And I think part of it being a little tough uh, can actually benefit her because you're ready, you're more ready, you know you have to play well from the first ball, from the first match. And you know, for Serena, sometimes that has uh, held her in very good stead. What do you think, Nico? Well, we always say that Serena is her own worst enemy, and it is all up to her and how she's playing. I do not see an easy draw there or an easy path for Serena. You saw Kerber potentially in the third round when we just saw what Kerber did against Kivito and will be playing the finals uh, tomorrow in, in Bad Halle. So it's really up to her. I'm really curious how she does against Sasnovich. Not a bad first round for her to get into her groove, but certainly in the mix to win her 24th year at the championships. 2021 Australian Open and Roland Garros champion Novak Djokovic is looking to equal Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal with his 20th major title. Here's a look at Novak's draw. Nico, what do you think? Well, Draper, it's not easy, but Novak is just head and shoulders above the competition. Kevin Anderson has not seen much action. Davidovich Fokina just retired with an injury. But when it comes to Djokovic, he just feels so comfortable. And he is the defending champion. 
after beating Federer in that wonderful final a couple of years ago. He's not looking past that Draper match, but I really like his chances this year at Wimbledon. Yeah, I think Djokovic would be pretty happy with this draw. It it can be a little bit of a challenge. You've got Anderson potentially if he gets through Draper, Anderson potentially in the second round, but hasn't played as great a tennis, still maybe uh, trying to get his form after being injured for quite a while. Uh, and then you go down the list with Davidovich and, and Malfis there, possibly Gavrin. These aren't, you know, really grass court titans. Uh, so I would think Djokovic would, would be pretty happy with this. It gets tougher as he moves on, but that's what you would expect in any draw. Nico, I'm looking at Andre Rublev as a possible quarterfinal opponent for Novak Djokovic. That seems like a guy that can do damage on any surface. Well, Rublev got to the finals in Halle, and we saw what happened with Umber, but not the greatest of movers on the grass. I don't think he feels totally comfortable inside the lines as well. So, as Chanda pointed out, not a whole lot of grass court specialists on that side of the draw. Novak Djokovic goes in as the favorite. I think that's fair to say. Roger Federer might go in as the fan favorite at this point, looking for his ninth Wimbledon title. Here's a look at Roger's road to the title. He starts with Adrian Manorino, Nico, who we saw earlier today. Well, Manorino is a more than capable grass court player doing well at Wimbledon in the past. And, and if you look at Gasquet and Sugita, two guys that for Rogers shouldn't pose a problem in this surface. Cameron Norrie, man, he's, he's just getting better and better. And he is a proven grass court player. Carreño Busta and Sonego also in that side of the draw. But, but Roger really is one of those guys that has to, you know, play his way into this tournament. Remember, he has not played too much tennis in the last year and a half. Did not get the preparation that he wanted to lose him to Roger Eliassime in Halle. So it's, it's day by day with him. Yeah, this is a pretty tough draw uh, for Roger Federer. And, you know, right out of the gate against Manorino, who is tricky on the surface. We just saw him against Sam Querrey. He understands the angles of the court. Then you could potentially have Gasquet. And, and you go down that list. Cam Nori, who you cannot look past on grass in particular. So he's got some tough tests in the early stages. If he can get through that Federer, he would be feeling really good about his game and maybe ready to face some of those bigger hitters, like potentially a Berrettini uh, in the later stages or, or a Tsitsipas uh, on this surface. But I think for Roger Federer, uh, he's, he's got a lot of focus there in the first rounds, those early rounds. You brought up Berrettini. Let's talk about Matteo Berrettini. Roger really took Matteo apart in 2019 at Wimbledon. But Matteo, he's got a grass court title already. This summer, how much of a threat is the Italian this year? No, I think he's going to be much more of a threat, and he's gaining confidence. He's you know, understanding how to play more on the grass. That sometimes takes more reps. Um, and, you know, for a lot of players who didn't have the opportunity last year, they'd have to make up a little ground versus Federer, who is so comfortable on these courts. But Berrettini could be a real test. He hits the ball big. He serves big. You know, you've got to you know, sort of get off your horses against him on any surface. And I think for the grass, uh, he's, he's playing better and feeling better, to, uh, better about his game. We saw the match against Djokovic in Roland Garros and Berrettini really showed something there. And I think he learned something in that match. He caught a bit more confidence, which he then showed at Queens when he won as the first seed. So I would put Berrettini as one of the favorites to take this title. And Federer did not want to see him in his side of the draw. So much fun when the draw comes out. We get to, <laughs> by the way, one more. Iga Sviantek and Chase Wei in the first round. That'll be entertaining. That'll be fun. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, look, when we come back, we're going to, first of all, we got an amazing hot shot coming your way at the end of the show, so stick around for that. When we come back, we're going to check in on Jeannie Bouchard, former Wimbledon finalist, just trying to get back on the court and get healthy.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Earlier this year, some of the top New Balance players took us on a journey during the road to Roland Garros, and one player noticeably missing, 2014 Wimbledon finalist Jeannie Bouchard. She's been out because of injury. Let's take a look at what Jeannie's been up to in this final episode of In Their Shoes. A typical day for me would be probably two times an hour and a half of tennis and then probably an hour and a half to two hours in the gym per day plus massage PT things like that it ends up being it's a full day full-time job I would say my playing style is definitely aggressive I grew up on indoor courts back in Canada and always liked more of the fast pace demeanor would definitely be intense and impatient, which I probably am a little bit off the court as well, which I should probably work on, but I think you need that on the court, so I'll keep that going. (laughs) New Balance is great. I mean, first of all, their shoes are the best shoes out there. Personally, I think it's really cool that I, I can be part of the design process with what I'm wearing on court and also things like lifestyle and shoes, then I think that's exciting to just expand my brand amongst their brand. Being a professional athlete, injuries are part of the game. I'm just rehabbing right now and it makes me appreciate the chances I do get to play more. So I'm training and uh, as soon as I'm ready, I'll be out there and more motivated than ever. Jeannie Bouchard coming off that shoulder injury. We wish her the best in her recovery. Hope to see her out on the court soon. We got action on the court today and boy, what a matchup in Bad Homburg. A pair of former Wimbledon champs, Petra Kvitova, a two-time winner at the All England Club. Probably two future Hall of Famers matching up for the 15th time, but the first time, Chanda, on grass. And, you know, this was a battle between these two. Both of them very comfortable, as you mentioned, on this surface, can flatten the ball out. Kerber, maybe not as big of serve as Kvitova, but certainly the movement and the court coverage, the anticipation. But it was Kvitova who got off to the quick start in the first set. But Kerber, she fought back. And shots like that when the forehand up the line, that was a big weapon over the course of the match. Gave her confidence. And into the third set, it was Kvitova who would get a couple of breaks early. But each time, Kerber fought back with good movement like that. Good placement as well. And down the stretch, it was Herbert with just a little more intensity, maybe a little more confidence in her shot, making a few unforced errors from Kvitova, particularly in the tie break. And Kerber outlasting Kvitova in what was a fantastic match and getting to a big fight. So Angelique Kerber, tough win over Petra Kvitova, turns around and she'll play Katarina Siniakova in the final. Siniakova known maybe more for her doubles prowess, but her doubles partner broke that mold. That would be Barbara Krejcikova. And they won the French Open together. It's Siniakova and Kerber in the Bad Homburg final tomorrow. Lorenzo Sinego trying to get to the final in Eastbourne earlier today. Taking on Max Purcell.
Well, Purcell surprising everybody, a double specialist himself, but Sonego cracking the top 30 earlier in the year. I really like this all-court style. Purcell getting a bit of treatment there in the back as he's not used to playing so many singles matches at this level. Look at the movement by the Italian, not able to get there to cover the line on time. So Purcell breaks back and we go to a third set. Look at the serve and volley, old school and Sonego with a beautiful runner to pass with the forehand. Purcell incisive in going to the net, but just too much from this young man. Not, not much has been said about him when you, when you talk about future Italian stars, but he just keeps winning matches, and tomorrow he'll have a shot at the title. Lorenzo Senego will take on a fierce customer and Alex Dimonor, a winner over Sumu Kwan in the other semifinal. We'll see a little bit of Alex in the Hot Shot segment in our next segment. But right now, it's time for us to move along to what we call the social net. And you might remember and might have seen or heard Pam Shriver calling matches with us here on Tennis Channel early in the week. Then she took over and uh, went up to England and took a picture of Serena hitting with Jessica Pagula. Yeah, got, got us a little bit of video and, and Pam Shriver making a quick turnaround, as so many of us do this time of year, players included. But it was nice to see these two getting a good hit out on court. Uh, Jesse Pagula, coached by David Witt, who was the longtime coach hitting partner of Venus Williams. Uh, so that little connection there may be coming into play, but both players looking good with a good shot, honestly, with the way Pagula's playing. Uh, she's got as good a shot as anyone, and certainly Serena going for the big one. Well, Serena spent all of last week at the Moratoglu Academy in France playing on the hardcore, got to the grass early. Word is that she is moving really well, feels healthy, so nothing's stopping her from getting another Wimbledon crown. And that number 24, the elusive number 24. Love the note from Pam. You get an hour if you're playing with another player. Only a half hour if you're hitting with a coach. This is what Championship Saturday looks like on Tennis Channel. And Tennis Channel Plus starts with the Bad Homburg final at 7 a.m. Eastern. The Mallorca final at 10 a.m. is the last one on. And TC Live wraps it up after that. We're wrapping up this edition of Tennis Channel Live with a magnificent hot shot of the day when we come back. Here's a look at how the American qualifiers have done at Wimbledon, Chanda. Yeah, nice to see Clara Lou, Katie Volinets getting through today qualifying. Uh, Danielle Lau getting through as well. And Christy Ahn, lucky loser, gets a spot in the Wimbledon singles draw. So congratulations to all of them. Uh, and it's nice to have a bit of that hard work paying off now. That's right. Good luck to all the American men and women. Starting up the Wimbledon hot shot of the day. It's Alex Dimonornico. Well, what a mover we have in this guy. He's getting stronger, but still, the wheels are the one of his <laughs> main assets. Look at him going back, and then he'll have to come forward. But why not? He's ready. Not many spots on the court where you can hit a ball to the Menorah, and he will not get there. I love the aerodynamics there. Him flapping his arms to stop from falling over into the net. That was great. <laughs> yeah, the tough thing on the glass is stopping. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That That's what did it. Yeah. Close. <laughs> and still with enough presence to recover and chase that other ball down. And that's some wheels. That's like a drill. That looked like something you might do in training. Up and back and up and back. Pretty good. We're <laughs> going to see Alex Simonor on the court in the final tomorrow. And we got a championship Saturday. Everybody gets Sunday to sort of take a deep breath and get ready for Wimbledon. You guys ready for some finals tomorrow? Some oh, trophies? We're, we're so ready. But the question is for Chanda. You're flying over. 
Well, I am. I'll do that quick turnaround as well. But happy to be here. Happy to be calling these great finals. There's be some fantastic matches. And then we'll see what Wimbledon holds. Yeah, you get Sunday to try to get your body clock straight. Right? <laughs> now, that won't happen. That won't happen. <laughs> Here's a look at Championship Saturday on Tennis Channel and Tennis Channel Plus, starting with the Von Hamburg final at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Eastbourne will start up at 7.30. That's the women, the men to follow. And... The Mallorca final. Okay, I'm doing my quick calculations, yep. Russ. So that's 4 a.m. We're starting. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, that's all right. That's, that's all, right. all right. I mean, I'm used to it all week. It's Sam Query, Daniil Medvedev. That's the Mallorca final. Does either have anything to prove to themselves in that final tomorrow? I just think Sam, ranked number 60 at the time, has a big opportunity to boost his ranking. Medvedev looking for one more win before he gets to Wimbledon and see if he's a serious title contender at that particular Grand Slam, but I give Sam a fair chance to win that title tomorrow. Yeah, I think Sam Query has definitely got a great shot. Maybe would feel like he has the advantage with the weapons, with his skill set on grass in particular. Medvedev, though, is showing us a lot uh, with how he's transitioned surfaces from the clay to the grass now, showing the movement. It's going to be a real test for Query. Both guys with a lot at stake here. Our early wake-up calls here on the West Coast. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Championship Saturday for Chanda and Nico and Alex Faust as well. And Ari Wolf, too. I'm Russ Thaler. Thanks for watching TC Live. See you tomorrow.